welcome to Growing Belleville Through Community Chats, a podcast presented by the Greater Belleville Chamber of Commerce to help highlight, promote, and enlighten people, businesses, and community events in the Greater Belleville area. Here are your hosts, Stephen Sedlak and Eric Huber. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Growing Belleville Through Community Chats. I am your co-host along with the incomparable Mr. Eric Huber. How are we, Eric? I'm doing all right for a Monday, you know, long weekend, but got to get back up and get back to work and put in a full five days, I guess, this week. You're having a better Monday than me so far. We'll leave it at that. So <laughs> our guest today is Amy Richter of Hospice of Southern Illinois and the I'm sorry, Amy, you were the past, was it the president or was it the, the board of the chair or chair of the board? This sorry. year I'm past chair. Past chair, past chair of the uh, Greater Belleville Chamber of Commerce. How are you, Amy? I'm good. How are you both? Wonderful. It's, you know, I've had better Mondays, like I said, but the weather's nice, so I can't complain too much. Amy, why don't you kind of just give everybody, like I said, before we hopped on like a, a quick 10,000, you know, overview, foot overview of, of kind of yourself, your background and how you kind of got to where you are. Okay. Uh, well, I am a Belleville native, so I spent most of my life in Belleville. Uh, I went to Belleville West High School. Um, I received an undergraduate degree from SIU Edwardsville in professional accounting. And then I went to work in St. Louis for a regional CPA firm as an auditor. And I stayed there for about five years. And while I was there, I could uh, received my CPA license. And then I went to work for one of my clients downtown St. Louis. So I was a financial analyst for about four years. And then I decided that I wanted to get into healthcare. And so I went to work for a large nonprofit Catholic healthcare system based out of St. Louis. And I spent about 17 years there. Uh, got my MBA while I was working there. So I started out as a senior accountant and moved up to an accounting manager, accounting director. And then my position when I left there was corporate director of financial and regulatory reporting. So uh, did a lot of this financials, cost reports, uh, tax work, things such as that. Okay. And then uh, I received a phone call from my former boss at the healthcare system and she had retired and she told me that she had gotten a call about a position in Belleville for Hospice of Southern Illinois as a CFO and she was retired already so she thought I might be interested which I was and so I came over interviewed it was great to interview here because I grew up in Belleville so it was wonderful to come back to Illinois so I did uh get the position and worked as the CFO for our organization for seven years. And then our CEO retired and I moved into the CEO role. So I've been in that role since 2017. Is that a role you ever thought you'd end up at, you know, or do you always kind of think you'd be in the more no, of the, the financial side? No, you know, when you go into finance, that's my forte. I really had no, thoughts of even being a CEO. Um, I thought, well, I'll retire as a CFO, but this opportunity came up and a lot of the work I had been doing, I had been working really closely with the CEO 
and a lot of the duties. I had taken on some additional duties and it, it was just a completely different role for me. It was more community-based. Uh, I got to go out, out in the community, out, out of my office. I spent most of my time as a CFO in my office. Right. And so it was really nice to get out and get out in the community and meet people. I guess, does that kind of then parlay into you, uh, a big part of why you got involved with the chamber and eventually became chairperson and now, of course, past chairperson? It is. Uh, the CEO that I reported to when I was hired, she suggested that I get into Leadership Belleville. And even though I had progressed in my role, she thought it was a good idea to get back into networking in the community a little bit more. I'd kind of gotten away from that somewhat. So I went through the Leadership Belleville program, and then I uh, did apply for a position on the chamber board. Uh, so I did serve three years on the chamber board then on the government affairs committee. And I chose that committee because that was probably maybe one of my weaker areas. And I thought I'd learn more about local and state government that way. And it just would be some a good learning opportunity for me. So I served as a member on that committee. And then eventually I chaired, uh, chaired that committee. And then after that, I briefly went off the board. Um, I also was involved in a lot of volunteer work over in the greater St. Louis area. So I was president of the Healthcare Financial Management Association, greater St. Louis chapter, and then past president. So that took some of my time also. And then eventually uh, I got a call from Wendy um, because they had a treasurer's position open on the executive committee for the Bevel Chamber uh, because their treasurer had moved out of state. Mm -hmm. And so I came in and I fulfilled his role uh, for uh, his remaining term. And then I also have now served, uh, it'll be another five years. I have one more year after my past president's role uh, this time. So I came on executive committee and that's a rotation on that committee where you move eventually into uh, the chairperson's role. You know, I, I kind of did the same path. I, I did do the leadership Belleville and I've told people before, I, I thought it was phenomenal uh, class to take. There's actually stuff, you know, I grew up in Belleville, lived here most of my life and there's stuff that I learned, you know, in that class that I didn't, you know, I didn't even know about, you know, and there's places I visited that I never visited in my time here. But uh, I agree. I, I think if anybody's looking to get involved with, with the chamber and become a little more, a uh, little more involved, a little more integrated, I guess, and, and familiar with people networking wise, I, I always say that's a good place to start uh, because you're starting to build connections with people, you know, on a, in a classroom level, I guess, if you will, that kind of have the same mentality that you have. Um, so I agree. I think it's a phenomenal thing and that's, it's a good place to start. And uh, I don't know if I'll go to the, uh, get on the executive committee. I don't know if my path will be the same as yours. I don't know if that's where I want to go, but uh, kudos for you for stepping up and, and, fulfilling that spot when it came available. Yeah, absolutely. I think leadership Belleville was really valuable to me. Again, you know, in my career wise, it was building those connections with other people. And even to this day, I still am friends with some of the folks that I went through leadership Belleville with. It, it's wonderful because you can call on them when you need resources and they can reciprocate and call on you also for resources. But 
the the chairperson's role it's an interesting role um, and i know each person's probably different my experience um, obviously i know a lot of people might want to know what do you do as a chairperson so you do run the board meetings uh, the full board meetings and the executive committee meetings and you're also a resource for the chamber staff uh, for uh, for wendy um, and with my financial background, I could also give her some financial guidance as well. So I would review the financial statements and things of that nature. Back when I started on the committee, also we were heading into that time frame when the pandemic was probably at its worst. And there were a lot of things going on. A lot of businesses were struggling. Uh, the chamber was uh, a really good resource, I think, for the business businesses in our area. And I know we, uh, you know, we were able to get a loan for the chamber from the federal government. I know a lot of the businesses did too. So there was a lot going on. You know, we had to do things differently. It was hard to know uh, where things were going. And that was not just our organization, but any any business and what that was going to look like into the future. So I think that we navigated those waters pretty well. And I think the chamber uh, was very strong during that period. And um, I was happy to kind of be a part of that while that was going on. Yeah, I mean, how, you know, you were chair there kind of as, I guess, really people were getting more out uh restaurants were starting to opening up uh chamber events were starting to happen again so like you said the involvement was was everyone pretty much on board was everybody willing to help out with funneling those calls because i'm sure a lot of different locations businesses were probably seeking for advice and help from you guys and guidance so you know what kind of team involvement was was there with the chamber well, uh, I know Wendy was always in touch with, of course, all of our uh, government uh, representatives and senators at a state level, uh, but also the health departments were very involved. You know, we were getting guidance from some of the local hospitals as well. You know, each business had to make their own individual decisions. I know, you know, for some organizations like ours, you know, we ended up mandating the vaccine. Uh, for our employees, um, and it, it just was a really difficult time, you know, for everyone. But I think the chamber did a great job of bringing in people to speak. I know I don't know if you probably recall there were a lot of webinars on different on different topics. Correct. Some of it was health related, uh, others, you know, how to get loans, maybe how to get grant money, all of those types of things to try to help our businesses out during that struggle. Yeah, I think, you know, a chamber alone just is wasn't alone there, right? Every organization was was trying to figure out ways to bring value to their members. Um, I feel like the chamber and, and other chambers as well, too, I'm sure, kind of had a little more burden on them because uh, regards to the business aspect and helping them try to navigate it a little bit more. And I do think uh, how Wendy and, and everybody at the chamber did navigate it, I I think it was outstanding. I think, um, you know, it was a tough situation to be put in. Uh, but even on, on your level, you know, I mean, you had not only your organization that you had to worry about, but now you had the chamber to worry about as well, too. So for you, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. It, it was. Uh, we had a lot of struggles being in healthcare ourselves. 
and uh, you know just the constant worries you know worrying about employees worrying about the business model you know all you know worrying what's happened in our communities you know what about the other businesses in our area just there were a lot of things to consider and i think wendy's team that was one thing if i took anything away from my role as chairperson it was just the amazing job that wendy and her team do with the size of our chamber you know the greater bevel chamber is one of the largest chambers and to have it operate so smoothly and all the things that they accomplish and get done you know in a week's time is just amazing it really truly is amazing i mean they earn every dollar um of their salary yeah yeah i mean you say that i i just uh i just chaired a conference that we just had down in new orleans and and um I was just the chairperson for it, right? I didn't do the heavy lifting, you know, through the uh, an organization that we're involved with. They did all the heavy lifting. They they did the scouting of the locations. They did the you know pre conference setup, pre or post conference teardown, all this stuff. It was just more of we were there to kind of guide it a little bit. I tell everybody, you know, that people will come up and say, "Oh, he did a great job," and I go, "Don't thank me. It's these people. You know, we're just kind of guiding the ship, if you will. They're the true captains of the ship." And I kind of feel that's you know Wendy's role as well too. And I think she's doing an outstanding job with it. She's just taken over, um, but. But again, I, I think it's the the boards and the executive committee's role to kind of just navigate it, if you will, and have the captain run it successfully on their own. And like I said, I think I think she's put together a good board. There's a good board on there, and um, you know, leadership at the top has always been exceptional there. Yeah, I think Amy, you you kind of mentioned it too, and I think it's key for members because you know, COVID did happen. A lot of people were you know struggling and. And I think you get it all the time when your your chamber members are, do, you know, your dues are, are due and coming up for annual renewal and this and that. And, you know, probably some people look at that bill and like, gosh, I got to pay this or it's just a, you know, a formality. I'm going to, I'm renewing for a year because I'm in Belleville. But I don't think people realize when you do need their assistance or need their help or how much the chamber gets involved. As mm -hmm. you said, Greater Belleville, I mean, is one of the biggest ones around this area. Uh, they handle a lot of things. So, you know, when people are questioning, you know, what they're paying for, reach out to Wendy and the, and the group and the chair and the board and, and figure out how they can help because that's what they're there for. And I'm sure a lot of people, when the time came and they needed that assistance and got it, uh, it was probably a quick reminder on, on why they are all a part of the chamber too. Exactly. And there were a lot of people that did reach out you know, during that time. And fortunately, uh, we had resources to help most of those folks. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's also, you know, you get what you put in, right, you know, with the chamber. And again, that just showed people in the past might not have thought about it reaching out before, but they're in a situation where it was maybe a dire need, if you will, and, and they reached out and now uh, their perspective on it is changed maybe than it was pre-COVID. Pre so with that being said, I kind of want to talk a little bit about, you know, with you being in the, the executive, I mean, let me ask you that. Was that ever something that you planned on? I know you said Wendy reached out to you kind of, and I know who the person was that you were filling because that was actually my accountant who ended up moving as well. Um, but I mean, is that, was that something you ever expect to go down on the executive uh, um, path? I thought about getting back on the chamber. I just, as I mentioned, I, kind of went off briefly for a while. Um, I probably, I could have served an additional three-year term, 
but I had already made a commitment uh, years earlier uh, to this other organization. And so I did want to get back on the chamber board. So I was happy to do that. And especially in the treasurer role, because that was a natural fit for me. Yeah. I, I question a lot of things. Wendy's probably, <laughs> probably glad I'm not the treasurer anymore. <laughs> Yeah, but that's uh, you know that that's the job of it, right? And that's it what you're there for. Me. It's right. just a natural uh, reaction, but <laughs> yeah, the chamber's financials are great, so yeah. they are. They are. <laughs> <laughs> well, with you being on the on the executive committee and and now still being on it as the past chair, uh, how has how has that experience benefited you know not just you personally, but the hospice of Southern Illinois as well? Well, I think from a personal standpoint and a work standpoint, just the business connections that I've made, and I've continued to do that even since Leadership Belleville, but being on the chamber board and uh, being kind of in the know with a lot of a lot more detail of what's going on in the communities, and that helps too. But to also know who I can connect with. I mean, just as an example, probably over the last month, I've connected with two other uh, chamber members and another chamber board member. Um, you know, we were looking to bring in a, a consultant for some DEI training and um, just some financial investment uh, ideas and options and were able to connect with those people. So it's just a kind of a natural uh, progression of networking to and taking it to a, a new level, I guess, a higher level. So it's been helpful for the our organization as well because a lot of our referrals come from the community. You know, right. word, word of mouth is is huge, and you know, our organization's been in business for forty two years. It'll be in a couple months here, and so we're well established in our community and for me to serve on the board and the executive committee, I think has been more um, opening uh, more about our organization. I can speak about our organization in different meetings and things that come up. And a lot of times there's a connection that we can make there. Now, do you, are you, you know, anybody below you, I guess, and, you know, maybe the new CFO or anybody of that nature in a, in a different role, are you kind of urging them the kind of same way that, you know, you were kind of urged to get involved with the chamber? Have you pushed oh, them absolutely. to do that? Absolutely. Uh, when I'm finished with my term on the board, um, I had recommended to both my CFO and our chief clinical officer uh, to get involved in uh, the chamber, one in the Belleville chamber, um, also um another individuals up in the O'Fallon Troy area as well. So I'm hoping that we will continue to have representation um, from our organization uh, on the chamber board in going into the future. We do have other employees from our organization who do, do serve on other committees. Uh, I also serve on the healthcare committee right now, as well as my community education director so uh, we always try to be involved. We always stay involved in the chamber and all of its activities and support them. Yeah, and I, th I think that's a good point too. Well, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off here, but I, I think yeah. a lot of these, um, a lot of people sometimes get, I don't know, say 
scared to to apply for a position, but they might think, oh, you know, they got they know people that are doing it. But in reality, there's usually a need there for somebody um, to apply, and, and they need people on those boards um, or, or those committees, I should say. So, um, you know, I've talked to people before that have, have made that comment that, well, you know, they probably you know I probably won't get selectable. You'd be surprised more times than not. Um, that especially, especially after COVID, I think it made people realize that, um, having those, being on those committees and whatnot are, are, are very valuable resource. Amy, I was just going to ask, you said you kind of opened it up. Do you guys try to do, do you open it up to pretty much anyone with hospice that, that is willing to go out and join a committee join, or do you guys try to kind of pinpoint it to, maybe individuals that you see growing within hospice kind of as a, a benefit type of deal? How, how do you guys kind of have that conversation? Well, we've, we've always been very supportive of leadership Bell, and most, if not, I mean, there might've been a year or two that we didn't participate, but probably in the last 15 years, 13 out of those years, we've always sent a candidate uh, to be on leadership Bell. Uh And we always encourage those folks that have gone through that program then to be involved with the committee. So, um, you know, we've always strongly encouraged that participation. And then, and then with that participation, I, you know, Steven's been through a youth. I, I'm the, the, the lone ranger here. I have not <laughs> gone through leadership Bobo, but, you know, with your employees, you know, with other companies, businesses that are maybe on the fence of sending one of their, their people there, you know, what kind of growth have you seen? I know, you know, you mentioned prior getting on here that, you know, maybe you were more of the reserve type of individual, you know, did that help you kind of grow out of your shell or, or do you see that type of, uh, you know, growth in your employees as well that go through it? Mm -hmm. I would say they gain additional leadership skills. And even if you have leadership skills already, there's always something more to learn. And I think the relationships, I think, are the most important things that you develop in, in leadership, Belva, and just an awareness of your community and what all the different uh, players are, you know, who, who they are. Um, and I think you just grow in its professional growth, you know, no matter what level you are. Um, but I am an introvert, so I mentioned that to Eric before we started the, the conversation, but I had to learn a long time ago to be an extrovert. So I'm an introvert pretending to be an extrovert. <laughs> so I had you to pay, you do a good job. At you're it. doing a phenomenal job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, on that note, though, I think that kind of goes back to kind of what I was saying earlier, right? It's when you do something outside of your comfort zone, it's extremely rewarding, you know, when you do do it. And, um, you know, there are people maybe in the same some situation that are maybe introverts and don't feel like a committee or, or joining something of that is is up their their alley. I mean, you're, you're proof that it, it can be and it can help you grow personally um, and also help your organization grow as well, too. So I think anybody that's thinking that should just be honest, look, look at Amy and see how she's been able to use it and, and benefit herself and her, her organization. So, again, kudos to you on that. Thank you. Well, hey, look, uh, we know you are a very, very busy lady here, so we don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, if there is any way anybody wants to get in touch with you or somebody at the organization, to, is that possible? Is there an easy way to do that? 
Sure. Uh, you can call Hospice of Southern Illinois and ask for me. I do take my own phone calls. I do have an assistant, but I answer my phone regularly. You can also email me at arichter, R-I-C-H-T-E-R, at hospice.org. Thank you once again. Uh, we, we truly appreciate you coming in on sharing some insights on um, on your time on the executive uh, board for, for the chamber. Yeah. Thank you. It was a pleasure. All yeah, right. Thanks, uh, oh, shoot. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Growing Belleville Through Community Chats podcast. Please remember to follow and subscribe to this podcast and share with your friends and community leaders. For additional information from this podcast, please reach out to the Greater Belleville Chamber of Commerce.